Welcome to episode 18 of In Your Element, a gaming podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Adler. Today, I'm joined by my guests, Matt Jeffrey and Adrian Espinoza. Guys, how are you doing today? Yeah, man, going uh, going well. It's um, winter is here now. It's dark and it's miserable and it's cold, but I'm just <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing the best that I can. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Things are pretty. I, good. I, I assume it's like warm, like where you guys are, like all yeah. year round. So. It's, I don't know. it's pretty chilly at night here. We're in the desert, so it's cold as hell in the de- in the it's nighttime. It's really but... weird. Yeah, yeah it'll, be, it'll be super, super, super warm in the day, and then it always flips. In the nighttime, mm-hmm. it gets like eerily cold. Yeah, it's been yeah, getting, like, I mean, down to the forties. Yeah, I mean, we we run in centigrade here, so yeah. I mean, it's just yeah, kind yeah. of like, but so it's it's close to freezing for sure. It's like one or two here. Oh um, shit! <laughs> I I I, th- I think I think that's like. I don't know what is 35? that with where you are. Yeah, it's, 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 I think it's. I'm I think pretty it's like sure mid, it's around it's like, thirty. Yeah, yeah, it's like mid thirties. I think something like that. So okay. it's it's, it's pretty brutal, cool. and we're when we're not even in the coldest months yet. We we get it hit really bad in like January and February, but like minus oh and minus five sometimes. Oh shit! So yeah, is it, it snows there then, right? So we we used to get we used to get loads of snow, but um, it's not really a the thing anymore global warming kind of put pay to that damn Ooh. that's it that sucks man i mean it's, it's just they actually hear like a, a real example of it mm-hmm. yeah that's wild yeah and, and like uh and your uh your leader just doesn't seem to believe in global warming anymore so um <laughs> yeah no like, yeah it's it's, it's 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 fake news guys it's fake news <laughs> but... oh man i have nothing to say about that i have absolutely nothing to say <laughs> well uh <laughs> let's move into some gaming what have you guys been playing lately um i've been playing uh what is that game called it is called i have it for you to say death's gambit i kind of talked to you about it a little bit Matt, yeah like when yeah, it yeah. first came out that indie game right yeah that indie like, like it? it's literally like in every way uh shape and form it's like dark souls but like 2d mm-hmm. is literally that um and I'm kind of um, it's it's been fun knowing that it's like that made me kind of play it differently, and I feel like for the better in this case. But it is mm-hmm. actually it is actually brutally hard, and have I haven't played, been able uh, to get through the second boss yet. So I've been trying to get through that. Have you played Salt and Sanctuary? No, I haven't gotten that one yet. Yeah, I know one of our buddies is playing that one uh, a while back, and he said it's like a 2D Dark Souls similar yeah, to that too. i almost i almost i remember almost getting it i just never yeah. did for whatever reason it wasn't like an actual uh point as to why i didn't yeah nice matt what about you what have you been playing so yeah i finished with uh red dead 2 and then um i kind of went back through like my backlog so nothing really special but i've been playing a bit of black ops 4 I mm-hmm. uh, went to the shop and bought Far Cry 4 and Far Cry Primal because I haven't mm. played one since I haven't played one since Far Cry 3 to be honest. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, I I completely I completely disregarded 5 for no yeah. reason whatsoever. Yeah. Um and I'll be honest though 4 is nowhere near as good as 3. That is for I, sure. I know. I I uh, Far Cry 3 was the first one I played and I loved it. I was like uh so unexpected to to enjoy it. I got 4, played through it. Um, it was fun. It definitely wasn't like a bad experience. I actually got a platinum trophy on it because I was having such a fun time in the world. But the story wasn't quite as uh, uh, like intense as Far Cry Three was. The yeah, protagonist, sure. the protagonist, just wasn't as 
um like what was his name min or something? Uh, pagan, pagan min, min. Yeah, oh, the antagonist wasn't... the antagonist yeah yeah antagonist thank you he just wasn't as uh as like crazy as um what was his uh, name like Vaughn? Voss? yeah uh Voss. yeah Voss Voss, in, the, yeah. in the third one like yeah. i'm not being funny right but i've i've played through about three or four hours so far mm-hmm. of far cry mm-hmm. 4 yeah and i haven't i haven't seen pagan min since the very intro oh yeah, yeah it's gonna be like that I'm just yeah. telling you, there's going to be little instances where suddenly you like I felt like I was hearing more about him in the world than I was actually seeing him. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like when you're in the cars, when you're listening to like the radio stations, exactly. things like that. But you don't actually come into like contact with him like at all. I feel like it's not not really yeah. a thing in this. Game. It's very intermittent. Yeah, that's kind of how like, it is in in five also because five has the yeah. antagonist split up amongst like a family of people yeah and you yeah, kind yeah. of you you i felt like that was their them, way of going around that yeah they were trying to make it like oh instead of it just focusing on one person now you have to focus on like eight right yeah so they're all like a slightly different type of crazy <laughs> yeah yeah i, and I was go back and finish that i just remember like starting far cry 4 for the first time and then i found out that pagan min was voiced by troy baker yeah yeah like, it's pretty good i was like i was like really like this guy is in everything dude like, he's, everything he's so ever. good he's so versatile he, he must be so paid right now it's oh it's, yeah you know, oh yeah, my man. god busy guy busy guy yeah for real well uh i finished finally playing pokemon let's go weeks back i got a full pokedex uh 50 hours or so played so i enjoyed that game a lot more than i expected uh i purchased the messenger since it was on sale and i played through that before the game awards because i wanted to kind of get a good comparison of that versus celeste and i really think it could have given celeste a run for its money for best indie of the year celeste is definitely i think the better overall package of a game but the messenger was uh it was a very very good experience it would have been like a solid contender Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I thought it was, first of all, it was hilarious and I was not expecting that. Um, and the gameplay itself was was good. It definitely got uh, a little old in certain parts, but um, I'll, I'll talk about that more on an upcoming episode where we do another indie chat. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I've been working on Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, the game clock says I'm coming up on 30 hours played, which doesn't seem right, but I'll go with it. Um, and we had a six player Smash group last week for my birthday, which was Super fun. Adrian, you were there. Uh, I was we had, there. I had a few we, victories. Yeah, man. We had a good time with that. We were trying to get a full uh, a full eight-person smash set up, but we didn't want to resort to the uh, sideways Joy-Con, so we tried to limit it so everybody had at least a full controller, but it was a good time. That's making me jealous, man. What's going on? Dude, you got to get that Switch already, boy. I, right, <laughs> I, heard, I, heard, I heard a little rumor from my girlfriend that I may be getting one for Christmas. Hey, I don't, there we go. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like a kid right now. I, I can't, wait to, <laughs> can't wait to check it out and Just a few more get involved. Weeks. Yeah, I'm man. missing out. I'm, I'm only like 18 months late to the party, but... Hey, but you have got a lot to catch up on if you do get oh one. Oh my god! Don't even start. <laughs> I feel so like much. my backlog. I feel like my backlog's big enough on other consoles without having <laughs> to worry know. about Nintendo as well. I know, man. Yeah, I, I look at the first of all, the Switch UI is like super minimalistic, but they also don't have folders, so all of your games just run along like on the on the playstation's interface no way just like a stream yeah dude and it's like oh i go back i mean at some point it hits like a thing where it says library and you just go through but then it's just like one big list of all of your games and i go back and i'm like shit i need to play this i need to finish this there's so Mm -hmm. much there 
and it just gets lost because it's it goes in chronological order of what you've played mm-hmm. last. So you see that like was, the first uh, four or five titles, and then you forget about everything. That was the one thing that bugged me on the PS4 when I first mm-hmm. got it, mm-hmm. and it's got like some long ass like XMB. Yeah, like and it's just like you can just scroll through. You can you'll be scrolling through it for like thirty seconds before you yeah. want to even get to the game that you actually want to play, and it's just yeah, yeah. Uh, that bugged yeah. me so much that I actually went to the settings and I like turned off the feature where it shows everything on the home button on the home screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then to make it even crazier, I went into like my the library and I went into all my purchase and I took out everything that I was either done with or I'm never gonna like I'm never gonna touch because I didn't like it or something like that. Yeah. Like to try to minimize everything into just like what I still want to play or what I consider my backlog. Yeah. And even then, it's just still ridiculous how it's just like I feel like I'm having to zoom from one part to the another to the next to try to find something. Yeah. <laughs> I just went super OCD and made folders for everything. So yeah, I have like, I've I've made yeah. I've made folders for everything yeah. as well. And most of my shit goes in the the PlayStation Plus folder. That one is just like a, it's full of like hundreds of games that we've gotten from PlayStation Plus over the the past few years and it's i don't even i don't even go in that because like it's intimidating five percent of that i've actually tried to go like i've beaten yeah i went through one day and basically uh because I, I got a four terabyte external hard drive last christmas from my girlfriend so i was like i'm just gonna download everything ever from playstation plus um that i've had in my library and I went through on Metacritic and just looked at everything. And if it wasn't above a 70, I just didn't even download it. I'm like, it's not worth playing through. Uh, finally, way finally too much. I've met someone. Finally, I've met someone, <laughs> right? That yeah. also goes on Metacritic. And if yeah. it's like... If no, it's I do like, all the time. Yeah. It's just if like, like, if like the number is like yellow, for yes. example. If you it's know, yellow, it's not it's worth yellow, my time. Just, just get rid of it. Like, I'm yeah. not being funny, Bright, but I... Okay, so I was a really big... I was a really big fan of Mirror's Edge, right? The, the, yeah. the original game, okay? Yes. Oh, okay. That, that, was, that was like a solid, like, 79, 78 when yeah. it came out originally okay but then mirror's edge catalyst came out mm-hmm. and i was like oh i'm so hyped for this game and i literally went on metacritic and it was like a 64 and it was like yellow and like that completely like killed my vibe oh, and i yeah. was like i'm not gonna go to the shop and spend money on this now yeah like, so that's metacritic, such a bummer i know man it's, it's, it's a gift and a curse it's a gift and a curse it sure is like, i know is. if if anything's yellow that i'm excited about or god forbid it's red i'm like oh my gosh i just get deflated immediately it's, it just <laughs> if it's yellow it i'll just usually look me. if it's yellow i'll usually look at like the first few reviews like on the critics and like yeah. on the yeah. audience side yeah if it's red that yeah if it's red it's a straight up like wow all right that sucks I guess dude, man. Look at that. dude the, the one that killed me the most right was the order 1886 oh yeah. man i know oh my god stop it like the, the whole the whole trailers leading up to that right it everything was insane. so good for it it looked yeah. like game of the year potential and then and then they died. dropped it and it, it yeah. was like what it was like what like a 59 on metacritic yeah like, nah. did, did either of you guys play through that oh, i did i i, I, I pre-ordered it, it. That was the one of the only times I pre-ordered a game. No shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because uh, I was so excited because it, yeah. it seemed like everything I would love. And I uh, I just stuck with it, even though yeah. I read the reviews and totally was like, wow, all right. I think I just made like a horrible investment. Yeah. Um, I played Matt, through I, it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I played through it and I thought it was honestly not bad. There was yeah. moments that I enjoyed a lot, but mm-hmm. I can understand some of the some of the kind of like criticism against it i didn't expect yeah. it to be like such a bomb though 
Yeah. Honestly, it was one of the best looking games, I think, at the time for for PlayStation, for sure. Uh, the the combat was what got really repetitive, but I, I was intrigued by like There's the settings certain moments and stuff. Where and, it's great, though. Yeah, man. Was, like yeah. near the end when you're like on that blimp or whatever mm-hmm. that thing is. That yeah, thing that crazy. bit is awesome. That bit is yeah. awesome. I'll tell you what, right? The set pieces in that game, they're, they're amazing. They're great. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and like the like the point to point play is, is really good, but like it just mm-hmm. feels a bit if you feel a bit enclosed like it's yeah. it's very it's very linear like linear to the oh, point yeah. where it's it's a bit too linear yeah like there's there's like uncharted linear where you have yeah. a little bit of freedom or like gears yeah. of war linear where you have a little bit of freedom yeah but then there's order 1886 where you're literally <laughs> you've just literally got walls like you're either side of you out it's, <laughs> exactly yeah it just you feel like you're play, playing like a gen like like a gen one like resident mm-hmm. evil game yeah that's it's like it's, everything's just on top of you and it's just it gets very claustrophobic that's that's yeah. how i felt about the game anyway oh yeah i'll tell you what i picked it up on a sale probably three years ago when it was on i think it was on sale for like 5.99 um and that was yeah. a damn steal at 5.99 and i think right now there's a sale going on on psn there is and i believe it's 2.99 right now for the order 1886 if you mm-hmm. haven't played this game for two ninety nine, oh, it is yeah. super worth it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, even if it's on sale for like yeah, fifteen bucks, it still might be worth it. Oh yeah, I I, like, had I a, personally I thought it was it. It does have obvious like obvious flaws, but there's moments where it's just like, wow, that was that was yeah. great. I would probably have given it like a seven. Honestly, I enjoyed quite a bit of it, but I also like rushed through it. I didn't like take my time to to find. There's so much shit you can find in that game. And I went back and I was like, should I go for a platinum on this? And I was like, nah, it's not it's not worth going back in. But it was enjoyable. I mean, like Matt said, the set pieces were incredible and it looked they did a good job with the way the game looked. I mean, it was. Oh, it yeah, was, it was gorgeous. Very gorgeous. Yeah. Game. And like the tone of the game and the style of the it. Tone. Yeah. The story I thought yeah. was cool. I thought Galahad was, was a great like, character. He like, was a very cool whole, character. I thought he was great. Cool I like the whole like yeah. um, the whole like what they were trying to do with the fantasy like i thought it was great the werewolves all that i thought it was awesome it's like what i want out of a game so i mean i, f- I feel like they spent like a lot of time on like the lore of the game as well yeah, yeah which you know is like nice. the, a lot of background uh a lot of character development so they they mm-hmm. kind of they focused a lot on that but just didn't live up to it and, and the most annoying thing as well to me now is that they're probably never they're probably never ever going to invest in a yeah. sequel yeah that's no, so we're, ne- we're never going to see any kind of improvement or anything. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, it's going to it's going to turn into a relic now. Yeah, sadly. yeah. That's you, yeah. They're there's that studio is doing a lot more VR focused stuff now too. So yeah, I can't imagine so, they're yeah. going to go back. But you know what? I I'm curious. That game came out so early in the in the life cycle for the PlayStation. It felt like. Yeah. I wonder how that game would have done if it released now. Like if it, if they, if if that came out this year, do you think it would have been received any differently? Yeah, hundred percent. Because they yeah, would have dude. had more. They, yeah, they would have had more time to understand the tech, uh, everything about it. They would have made a more refined game. And also, with the games that have come out since eighteen eighty six, they probably would have taken inspiration off them. Yeah. So yeah. they would have looked at. They would have looked at like God of War, uh, Horizon, um, mm-hmm. Uncharted Four, all these mm-hmm. games, and they would have made a more a more polished experience. I think. Yeah. I think that's a good. Uh, that's a good. That's a good way of putting it. Maybe just time wasn't on their side, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I look back too at like uh Killzone Shadowfall. That that was like exactly. a launch game. That yeah. game was it was fine. It was a it was a pretty like middle of the road experience. I enjoyed it. I thought it had some cool stuff, but 
if that game had been in the oven a little bit longer, who knows? It could have been a, a standout hit and not something that, I mean, realistically doesn't even feel like it came out this generation. It's so old. Yeah, know? right. It's like, it's like a five-year-old game at this point. Like yeah. It's, yeah. it's, I don't know, like, but Killzone Shadowfall to me had like, uh, that was another game that had amazing atmosphere and tone. Yeah. Like, yes. You could literally like, like go so many, like the set pieces. And that so were cool. They're huge. Dude, it yeah. was insane. Like yeah. there was the, the one bit that grabs me. I still think about it is there's one part about maybe about halfway through two thirds of the way through where you're in that kind of underground kind of like crater city. Yes. Yes. And it's yes. kind of, it's like, it's like dark and it's raining and mm-hmm. you can see oh, like, yes. you get to try to get through it. Yeah. Oh my God. yeah. I remember that. Insane. You're like going up all like the elevators and you're like yeah. climbing through all these little ledges and through like the little open cargo dock like things. Mm-hmm are insane like the, the, the level design i loved about that game was at the very end like the very very last mission where it completely flips on you and it goes from this yeah crazy like normal action game to suddenly it's like all right so this last mission is going to be completely stealth and you're like what yeah yeah right <laughs> everything right. gets flipped right you've basically been like you've basically like been balls out for the whole game yeah. like literally just killing everything in sight and then all of a sudden it's just like you have to that take last it slow. One, you have to take it slow. There's no way. I try. I remember the the, uh, the the dude though the 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 main guy, the guy who turns on you at the end of Shadowfall. Um, mm-hmm. Is that the same guy who voiced uh, Silence in Horizon? Ooh, oh, I don't uh, know. That's the I... guy who also did um, what's his name in Destiny. He did. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. um, oh, I forgot his name now. Zavala? Yeah, yeah, Svala. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the thing is, because obviously they're both guerrilla games, so I thought maybe that was a thing. It might but... be, honestly. It'd be yeah. easy to, to, to do that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm, I'm Lance sure Reddick is the guy who voiced it. It is... Let's see, video games. I, I, could, uh, be, I could be completely wrong. I could be completely wrong, but uh, yeah. It doesn't appear so, but oh uh, no! Yeah, I remember his he voice is, did sound familiar though when I played is, it. He yeah. is in a lot of shit. He was in The Wire. Uh, he's like a, he's a. It looks like a big TV actor. Also, he was in a quite a quite a few things. Wow. Um, one thing that I really liked about Killzone before we move on, uh, probably the most interesting thing for me was the all those little like audio dialogues, how they would play through the microphone or the speaker yes. on the, on the controller. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Like that shit blew me away. I don't know why no one else uses that. It seems like very rarely games that have audio logs will come through there. Uh, but I think, I think that they did was, it um, again in horizon, but I think it was also a kind of a product of the game coming out at the start of the generation. Sure. Yeah. So they, they want to show so it off. Kind of, exactly. Yeah. They yeah. were just taking advantage of the, the new technology that, yeah. that Sony had you know developed for the con- for the controller mm-hmm. so they were and also you know like with like the swipe controls on the touchpad like how yeah. to kind of access yeah, yeah access like the weapons and everything yeah that cool. no one uses no that one thing. uses it anymore <laughs> that is completely yeah. forgotten that has been relegated to just a map button yeah <laughs> it's so- yeah it's null and void it's yeah null and void. i'm curious what they do next That's gen so with that weird. i mean I, I can't imagine they're going to keep it around that has to be so expensive to integrate that technology i think they'll drop it i think they'll drop the uh the swipe pad honestly yeah i think so too i, th- I think they'll go back to a more kind of traditional con- uh, controller if i'm honest yeah i could see that yeah. i hope I they keep it. i hope they keep the light bar honestly i'm a big fan of that i like oh, when yeah. games use that and they the aesthetic yeah. To it is pretty... yeah well some yeah. some games too that are, are um I mean, what what uh 
Jeez, I love GTA when you're like, getting chased. Oh, yeah. Like, the starts, hop lights flash. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. I've that's always awesome. loved that. Yeah. And, and they, and they always have like a, a color on the touch bar that relates yes. to the game you're playing. Yeah. So like, for example, I'm playing Black Ops 4 at the moment and the whole time it's like orange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, exactly. Uh, yeah. It's, it's so cool. I love it. Yeah. I like in survival horror games, sometimes it'll have like a like a pulsing like white light or something yeah it's kind of like indicating your character and then like as it gets more intense the vibration picks up the 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 beat kind of moves quicker on the light bar too i think i think it had something similar for um resident evil 7 didn't it i think so yeah yeah i haven't actually played resident evil 7 that's a game that i dude i'm telling you oh my god if if you have a psvr like i do and i'm I'm afraid i'm I, I, I'm afraid. I know, like legitimately, <laughs> just, I just in general afraid. I, I don't do well with horror stuff. Like I enjoy it, but it's not something that I like to dabble in super frequently. But uh, I popped in um, until Dawn Rush of Blood the other day because oh, that was a no. PS PS Plus game from a while back, and I was like, I'll give this a shot. So I sat down in a chair, put on the headset, got the controllers, and I was like, All right, I'm gonna do this, just playing alone. And holy shit, man! I was on edge Did the it whole damn time, dude. It's it's fun. You're it's like an on rail shooter. You're kind of like going through like a roller coaster and a carnival. But dude, they <laughs> those guys at Supermassive know how to fuck you up. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. If you played if you played Until Dawn, you know the type of jump scares that they have. Yes, but this yeah. they they play so well into the actual environment and just the the uh, like ambient sounds that are happening in the headset. You're I'm just I was truly like terrified playing it and i'm like i can't if i'm if i can't do well on a damn roller coaster ride i'm not gonna be able to do resident evil 7 <laughs> but, i i literally played like i only played like the first maybe half an hour 45 minutes yeah, in vr yeah. and i'm telling you right now it's the it is hands down top five like that's what i hear shit, yeah like, I've shit heard, scariest I've heard. things i've ever oh, had yeah. to do in my life like it's, it's oh insane. no <laughs> it's it's it's, it's insane oh, no it is absolutely insane at one point at one point like i don't remember it but a friend told me that i like i like screamed like let out oh, i yeah. let out i let yeah. out like a little bit of a, a girlish kind of <laughs> like, it was it was it was pretty embarrassing but oh man that is a terrifying I... game it's it's scary enough without vr dude like, oh yeah, yeah i know oh, i played the God. demo in without vr and i was like i had to play it with my girlfriend next to me and i was like you just gotta sit here she's like why i'm like just trust <laughs> you me just gotta you just, sit here, you just gotta sit right here while i do this real quick all right <laughs> that's all i need and she was she was not having that she was she doesn't like scary stuff at all so she was oh, like man. no but uh oddly enough we both played through uh until dawn together and she enjoyed the hell out of that PC? Uh, no, uh i downloaded the that way back in the day but you i know, never when, when it was that. like when yeah it, when it was yeah. available i just watched people play it on twitch and i was like no thanks i'm good <laughs> I think my whole family played through it. Oh, Jesus. Like together. And it helped me to to go through it without freaking out because, like, I had my brother and my sister and my dad right next to me. Totally. And they were all invested to it. So we were all, like, collectively scared. Yeah. If if there's people in the room, totally fine. If it's just me, no thanks. I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) I think, um, I think, like, Until Dawn has, like, a bit more of, like, an approachable narrative, though. Yes. Yeah, they sure do. Resident Evil. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I feel like you can kind of. It's a little bit more. I mean, don't get me wrong. There, there will still be parts of that game that will shit you up. Yeah. But but yeah, I think Resident Evil is just a no-no for now. I don't think I want to touch another Resi game for a while. (laughs) I'm not ready for it. So, no on the Resident Evil Two remake coming out next year. 
dude that is my favorite resident evil so i may have to just make a an excuse an to play exception. that one that one looks yeah. good i i was i i honestly feel like uh that one looks interesting i never played they're, the second one so they're, they're, they're saying that's like that's like on like shadow of the colossus level when it comes to like yeah, wow. for a remaster Ooh, yeah, yeah they're, it they're, like they're saying yeah they're saying it's going to be like potentially one of the greatest remasters so oh, I'm down hell yeah. yeah i'm all i'm all the way in i'm all the way it in. looks completely different yeah yeah completely yeah, it's insane. it looks like a complete it looks like a complete rebuild for sure mm. love me some remakes uh, well, before we begin, I'd like to take a moment to let you know where you can find In Your Element online. My website is inyourelementpodcast.com. You can find me on Instagram at inyourelementpodcast, on Twitter at IYEpodcast. And if you enjoy the podcast, visit patreon.com slash inyourelement and support at the $1 level or above to receive all future episodes early, gain exclusive access to the In Your Element Discord server to hang out and chat with myself and other elementalists. Be eligible for giveaways, attend patron hangouts, and more. And if you have any questions for the show, email me at hello at inyourelementpodcast.com. I will answer your next our, your questions on the next episode of In Your Element. Um, so let's jump right into the news. We begin this week with a recent tweet from Jeff Keeley, the host and creator of the Game Awards, where he stated, This year, viewership of the Game Awards has more than doubled over last year to 26 million live streams. He also mentioned in a separate tweet, that the highest ever, I'm sorry, that the show reached a concurrent 1.13 million viewers on Twitch, one of the highest ever on the platform. All in all, the show was a massive success with plenty of big reveals and surprises, as well as some great recognition for all of the hard work put into the games we all play and love. Guys, what do you think of the massive increase in viewership uh, this year as opposed to recent years? I think... Um... I think Jeff Keighley like is so underrated. It's unbelievable. Like I, I what he's yeah, yes. What he's what he's managed to achieve just first and foremost with the Game Awards, and he's kind of bringing it to kind of like an Oscar kind of level. Oh, absolutely! With like with like yeah. a celebration, the, the whole orchestra fun. too. The orchestra yeah, was the like, best oh, part for oh, me. That yeah, was Red, the most enjoyable that, part. That Red Dead Redemption Two piece was mm-hmm. mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in terms of the numbers, um, yeah, that's insane. Twenty-six million. Yeah. I think. Um, Especially it's only compared get... to eleven. That's that's great. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's more that's than double, jump. dude. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's massive. I think, to be honest, though, like a lot of it would have to do with like kind of how big a year this has been in gaming. True. Yeah, so absolutely. I so I kind of feel like if it was a drier year in terms of game releases, no, totally. Would it have hit twenty six million? I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah, I'm just looking up. It looks like the uh, the Oscars uh, for twenty seventeen were at twenty six point five million viewers. So uh, they are almost neck and neck. The Game Awards that and insane. and that's Oscars only how many year? years have the Game Awards been going? This is five. the fifth year. Yeah, five. Like that's, that's nothing yeah. compared to. And the Oscars have been going for 90, 90 yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, it just shows crazy. how how big this industry is becoming. I mean, the, yeah. the gaming industry is massive, and it's still in its infancy. People forget it's only been around for not even forty years. I mean, yeah. if you look back to the Atari and everything, it's. It's still such a baby compared to the film industry, or uh, and if you look, else. yeah, and if you look back, like even less than that, like yeah, I mean, the video game industry is forty years old, but how long have we been telling like story narrative like video oh, games God. for? Yeah, not not exactly. that long at all. Like what, ten yeah. years maybe? 
Yeah, like yeah. 10, 15, 10, 15 years that we've been we telling like to that, that yeah, type of yeah. level. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's insane. Like the potential to the potential for growth is is so massive. Yeah. Well, speaking of growth, how do you think they'll do next year? I mean, I'm sure Jeff's already gotten started on the 2019, knowing his work ethic. Yeah. But uh-huh. what do you think as far as the momentum? Do you think that that can be kept up for this year? I think it depends. Just like Matt was saying, like depending on the games that come out next year. Yeah. Like that could truly push it. Because if mm-hmm. it's, I mean, we have like, don't get me wrong. Like next year, it looks like there's going to be some great stuff coming out. Yeah, um, but I'm just saying that the could first few months we got yeah. quite a quite a few big releases. Mm-hmm. That could definitely help push it, if anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm curious to see what happens too. I think it is very dependent on the games. I think a lot of uh a lot of people really got into gaming this year, probably through Fortnite, honestly, and that probably yeah. brought a, a lot more um you know, people watching the game awards that were interested in what else is uh, out there and they want to see what's up. But yeah. um, Interestingly enough, this year looks like they had 26.2 million viewers. That's up from uh, 11 and a half million last year. Uh, And prior to that, it was like three, two and 1 million viewers. So it's, it's been, it's been growing exponentially uh, every year. I just love that. It makes people like people have to recognize this medium Mm-hmm. you know as as legitimate now i feel like people would still give it in terms of gaming like a lot of doubt and a lot of just like this isn't anywhere near as big as as these other things like movies and such and now i feel like people have to start really giving it the recognition it deserves sure you could see like you could see by like who was hosting like who was actually hosting some of the award presentations mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah like they had they had christoph waltz on there yeah. they had jonah hill yeah, like it was just it was just so cool to see these guys. So that's kind of them, you know, recognizing the the skill and talent that is required it. to you know to make these make these games and make these experiences. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure it's getting noticed now. I feel like 2018 has been a very very that's important like the year. It's been yeah. a very important. It's been a very important year for video games. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. I mean, if you look at AAA games now, a lot of these budgets are in the hundreds of millions of dollars for big studios they're, and that's they're movie that, levels yeah they're movie levels at this point so i mean they're they're creating the truly cinematic experiences that are rivaling movies and and surpassing a lot of movies and their narratives now so uh yeah i mean i think that this is just the beginning for for gaming um really breaking into the the mainstream um and getting out of kind of like a, a hobby or niche category yeah, i'm so excited for it yeah, uh, well, during the Game Awards, you may have missed the many plugs for the newly released Epic Game Store featured at the end of many game reveals. Uh, what I found interesting, however, is that many of the games did not mention Steam as one of the platforms that many games would be coming to. Um, the big draw for developers is that they will take home 88% of their profits when the game is sold through the Epic Game Store, as opposed to 65 to 70% when sold through Steam. Uh, and now Steam's had an, a pretty uncontested run over the past decade, becoming the go-to place for PC gamers to buy their games. Uh, many other companies have created their own launchers over the past couple years, including Twitch, Humble Bundle, and more, with relatively little success. But Epic Games seems to be riding the momentum of Fortnite's success and locking down major exclusivity deals for many upcoming games, including Super Giants, uh, which the creator of Bastion, Transistor, and Pyre, their new game Hades, Goat Simulator developer Coffee Stain's new title, Satisfactory, Cowboy Space Shooter Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, a new roguelite ship building game, Genesis Alpha 1, 
and I imagine many more to come. Uh, many of these games will have a timed exclusivity on the platform and will eventually come to Steam at a later date. So guys, this begs the question, is the writing on the wall for Valve and Steam? I think, um, no, I don't think so necessarily. But I also think that like having kind of like a, like a kind of competition is healthy. It's good, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think like if... For for example, like we have multiple platforms to, you know, multiple platforms for hardware to play our games, which is great. If could you imagine if like Nintendo and Xbox just didn't exist and it was just PlayStation, like no. it would be, <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So like yeah, that, that's, that's never healthy. That's never healthy. Whereas Steam have kind of cornered the market and it's maybe gone. They've maybe gone awry and maybe a bit stale. Yeah. So with their policy and with how they go about business, so maybe. Like you said, Epic riding the wave, they've kind of uh, they've kind of jumped in there, and now people have the option. It kind of almost reinvigorates the kind of the PC gaming community in a sense. Mm-hmm. So that's, um, I guess, that's only good news. Yeah, and they already Valve's already taken uh, steps towards competing more on that on the same level as Epic. They um, increased their takeaways to seventy five percent after the developer sales crossed ten million. And then they get 80% once the game crosses 50 million, which is definitely moving in the right direction. But those are still incredibly high sales Huge. goals to hit to, to get that return. Yeah. And even then, Epic still gives 88% to the developer regardless of how much they sell. Um, so it's still it's still a more developer-friendly business model. And I think you're going to see a lot of shift in the, in the PC landscape over the next year or a couple of years. Um, and Steam's going to have to really step it up if they want to stay competitive. I love Epic this year. They're just hilarious to Dude, me. Dude, they're doing they're such such big things. Coming for blood, man. Yeah, man, and that leads us into the third news story. Um, Epic still continuing to make headlines. They announced recently that they're going to be releasing their cross-play SDK for developers to use, free of charge, to implement in their games. Um, and here's a quote taken from gamesindustry.biz. Epic has put huge efforts into building services for Fortnite that reach 200 million players across seven platforms, said Epic Games CEO Tim Sweeney. Now we're working to open up these services to all developers on all platforms, all stores, and all engines for free. What does this mean for the rest of the industry? I think it just—I think it's pretty simple that every other developer just needs to step it up, yeah. <laughs> like. I like yeah, it's coming it's for everybody, man. man. Literally, yeah, they're coming for the juggler, and it's embarrassing. Mm. Like it's 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 twenty like twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen. Like in terms of almost everything you see in terms of Twitch streams, revenue, PlayStation Store, like mm-hmm. it's insane. Like Epic have just dominated everything. Yeah, like you'll yeah. you'll you'll notice like on the Game Awards, all of the um like the creators that were getting nominated for their awards were pretty much all creators that just play Fortnite. They're all Fortnite right. creators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just and like... That's where all the entertainment's at right now. That's exactly where the entertainment is at. So if you're thinking of doing YouTube and you're a spotty 15-year-old teenager who can play Fortnite, then you're probably going to get yourself a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think Epic have kind of hit a, hit the jackpot and every other developer, need, every other developer needs to kind of figure out a way to combat it i guess Mm -hmm. well i think this is incredible that they're making this free for developers to use so uh i mean they they clearly push sony's hand into uh into allowing crossplay earlier this year 
uh, with Fortnite, uh, arguably the biggest game of the year. Um, and now they're they're giving that same uh, tools to developers to implement in their games for free, which is incredible. So um, I'm curious to see if Sony's going to play nice with the rest of these games coming out if they do utilize this SDK uh, and adding that that uh, cross platform play into those games. I'm pretty and sure Sony's, that's the whole point of why yeah. they're doing it is well, to push yeah. it. They want to make sure that everyone has the ability to use that technology and get cross play implemented easier i'm sure it's still not going to be a, a copy and paste type situation where they just can add that into the game super easy yeah. but um i'm i'm still curious to see because sony right now i think we're still in a, a beta period from what they initially said for this cross play with fortnite they're kind of testing it out to see how it goes clearly i'm sure it's doing just fine i mean this is a a, a consumer friendly move to have cross play being able to play with your friends on whatever platform whatever device you're on that makes so much sense. Uh, I'm just curious to see because uh, you know when this first came out, crossplay, um, people are asking, okay, what's next? When's Minecraft gonna get it? When's Rocket League gonna get it? When's Overwatch gonna get it? When's uh, Destiny gonna get it? When's The Division? All of these big games that are out there, uh, and and we simply just don't know when those big games will get crossplay if they ever will. It'd be interesting to see a lot of these smaller indie games or, or smaller third party titles getting crossplay before some of these bigger studios implement it um, i think it's um i feel like it's just a matter of time though before everything becomes cross play eventually yeah yeah i i, th I feel like um that fortnite was the first is, step. exactly yeah i think fortnite is just kind of like the first domino to fall uh -huh. and then as soon as that one does then the rest of them will start getting involved because like you said it's just it's just better for everyone involved the consumer mm -hmm. the developer mm -hmm. everything i think it will just it will only achieve better things if you have crossplay in the future yeah epic has definitely uh, been a catalyst for the industry this year on a lot of things i think they're they're making the best decisions for themselves for developers i feel like they're making it for others for too everyone like, yeah in a lot of ways they're as much as like yeah they're to push themselves upward i feel like a lot of their recent moves have been just kind of like well, that's that's really nice of you to do that okay yeah, you know what I mean. I like, just, I just wonder how much more money steps. they could be making if they, <laughs> if they acted like every other developer out there. That's yeah. uh, are the big developers that are have to answer to shareholders and stuff because they're they're a big company. They uh, they have so many subsidies. I'm sure they have uh, I, they're they're based in China, if I'm not mistaken, right? Well, yeah, half of their company is owned by a uh, another company. Um, I forgot their name. Tencent. Yeah. 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 I imagine they they probably have to meet some sort of sales goals and meet some sort of a uh, uh, investor, whatever. Um, yeah. But they're they're still they're still making such big moves that are not even benefiting them financially. At least just, directly. they seem more like passionate moves, which is nice. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm there's, all for there's it. like a there's like a there's like a human element, isn't? To the business they're doing yeah so, yes very much so and i kind of i think the, the gaming industry has been missing that period mm -hmm. so it's just it's it's good to see well maybe that'll force a lot of bigger companies like ea and activision to kind of pull back a bit and, and not be so greedy with microtransactions and everything that, that are point. Yeah, EA, yeah, EA need it. EA yeah, need it more than anything EA else. Honestly, notice. yeah, I am. They do. I am so done with EA at this point. Honestly, mm -hmm. yep, yeah, yeah. I'm really curious to see how Anthem does next year. 
uh as, as it's looking like a good game but i i have the most tempered expectations for it just because i mean look at their track record they they've continued to shoot themselves in the foot big title after big title uh just for the sake of making money so i hope that anthem for that game's sake and and the longevity of it that they're not riddled with careless microtransactions yeah because it could be a great game uh, and could. everything it about it could be good could. and they just decide to hurdle all of these different you know if it's money uh, if it's another um, it. if it's another like pay to win kind of situation then yeah. i'm just not i'm I not interested it. oh it's yeah, dead in mean, the, it's I, dead in the water if it's pay to win i mean that yeah. they, they can't do that for a games of service type game like that if they want to compete mm-hmm. with the likes of uh, destiny and the division um they 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 absolutely can't do that because that the game's going to be dead day one you're just going to get whales in there to to buy up everything and uh just kind of bully people around that's no good or even if they did something a little shyer like with shadow of uh not shadow of mordor the second one shadow of war shadow of war shadow of war there we go uh Mm -hmm. like they they introduced it in the beginning the yeah. microtransactions and you didn't really see it but in, if you played the story long enough you started to see like wow in a way i kind of need these you know what mm-hmm. i mean and so yeah. and and then eventually you know i believe they took it out after all the all the crazy like yeah they, they the amount of feedback the, they got uh-huh which is cool that they they listen to people and they're like oh yeah you know what this this doesn't really make sense for this kind of game yeah um, hopefully they just don't do that again yeah i think um I think I'm quietly hopeful for Anthem, if I'm honest, yeah. because oh, um, after everything that they went through with uh, Mass Effect Andromeda mm. um, yeah. on, on the Bioware side, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like they've got a point to prove. So, yeah, there's yeah, a lot of the microtransactions fans out there. In terms yeah, of the exactly. microtransactions, like you did have the Shadow War thing, but I feel like the biggest one, the one that everybody was like, Ugh, was when Battlefront 2 came out. Yeah, and yeah. everybody yeah. was like, "All right, EA, cut it out! Like this is crazy." And I feel like yeah. because of that, and because of just like Matt was saying with with Andromeda, I feel like yeah, they do. In many ways, they have to prove themselves, and this might be the game that they finally do that. We'll see, man. We definitely need a uh, more more competition for games like Destiny and and the Division. Uh, you know, if if they if Anthem is successful, that's going to really force uh, Bungie and Activision to keep up with destiny in the year two or year three now for this is destiny a good two? moment for that too because destiny yeah. has, some, has some real trials yeah yeah they mm. sure have and they i know they recently announced their next roadmap for the upcoming year uh for destiny so we'll see i mean if if uh anthem does well and the division coming out next year does well then i i really think destiny is going to have to keep up uh I agree. what they did and, with, I, uh, and I think Forsaken. i have a I have a very good feeling that the Division Two is going to be strong. I feel like that's going to be good. It yeah. looks fantastic really because uh, the Division anymore. One, as as like a new IP, like mm-hmm. with with like a brand new idea. Considering it took them like a few years to release it after initially release like announcing it, it was a solid game. Like mm-hmm. I yeah. really, I really, really, really enjoyed it. I I maxed out the level. I completed the the main story. I, I there's so much to do in that city. It's unreal. Yeah. I didn't play um, it as much as I wish I could have, but <clears throat> I had no, I had no like, I had nothing against the game. I liked it a lot. I thought yeah. everything it was doing was awesome. Uh, are you are you guys going to get Division Two? Oh yeah, for sure. I might have yeah. to pick it up. I didn't play the first one. Uh, 
but Vision I, Two is going to be brilliant. It's going it to be very fantastic. Good. I just plan on on pushing more into it because the first one I was super excited about it, and I played mm-hmm. it a lot like the first two weeks. And I don't know, I something happened. I remember kind of getting sidetracked, and I wasn't able to fully like immerse myself in the game as much as I wanted to. Thankfully, I knew a lot of people that played it, so I they kind of like. Uh, I mean, the game is the game's how old now? It's got to be like two, two and a half years old, maybe. I think it's two and a half. So yeah, close to three. Yeah, I mean, the the lobbies are still pretty full. Wow. Like I I I played it. I actually I actually left it for about a year and a half. Then I came back to it maybe a few months ago and completed it. Mm -hmm. And um, I jumped into the dark zone one day. Yeah. And um, and the the place was chock full of people. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's crazy. There's still a lot going on in there and they're still updating it. They're still adding things to it. Oh wow. And they they're still doing community events and things like that. And yeah. I think uh, I think Des- um sorry not Destiny 2, Division 2 mm-hmm. is going to be is going to be amazing. It's set in Washington as well. It looks so good. it's going to be a new environment. Um yeah. it looks really good. So yeah. I I have I have faith that it's going to be a very very good game. Yeah, we'll see, man. Well, uh let's let's move over to our feature discussion for the week which is, of course, a recap of the Game Awards, as well as a general chat around some new announcements that were made. And uh, as previously previously mentioned, the Game Awards aired last week to a record 26 million viewers. And if you missed it, you can catch the VODs on YouTube, Twitch, and more now. There were some great surprises with reveals and announcements for existing games. Red Dead Redemption was initially the big winner of the night, taking home four awards and what seemed like quick succession. But God of War took home the two biggest awards, including Game of the Year and Best Game Direction. The full breakdown of winners is God of War winning Game of the Year, Best Game Direction, and Best Action Adventure Game. Red Dead Redemption 2 won Best Narrative, Best Score Music, Best Audio Design, and Best Performance with Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan. Fortnite won Best Ongoing Game and Best Multiplayer Game. Celeste won Best Independent Game and Games for Impact. The Messenger took home the best debut indie game. Florence won the best mobile game. Return of the Oberdeen won best art direction. Dead Cells won best action game. Overcooked 2 won best family game. Dragon Ball Fighters won best fighting game. Monster Hunter World won best role-playing game. Forza Horizon 4 won best sports slash racing game. Into the Breach took home best strategy game. Astrobot Rescue Mission got best VR slash AR game, and the content creator of the year went to Ninja. And there was, of course, uh, esports uh, awards as well, but I am not well versed in that side, so I will move past those. But if you want to see the the winners, they are available on the Game Awards website. Uh, so, guys, these are this year's winners. Let's start with Game of the Year. What do you think of the decision of God of War winning it all? I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah i mean it's all i was hoping uh, for yeah i think i think the whole i think the whole world kind of wanted that to be honest yeah it really was between like i feel like everybody it really was just between god of war and red dead but i just i really wanted god of war to win it i i think um i honestly think rockstar are relatively happy if i'm honest as well Mm-hmm. yeah i, I, I think they're, they're, they're not yeah they still won you know a ton of awards and they were the face of the night for for the most part honestly yeah, yeah. exactly yeah i mean they've, they've got a lot of love the last month or two mm-hmm. um for the for, for red dead 2 but on the night i think you have to say that god of war deserved it for sure mm-hmm. yeah i was uh initially worried um the the show kicked off and they were handing out some early awards and it seemed like every other award was red dead red dead red dead and I was like, oh man, they are they're on a hot streak right now. 
And I started to get worried. And every time they cut over to Corey Barlog, he just looked destroyed. Like, you know, you could tell he he wasn't letting it get to his face, but you could tell in there he was uh he was deeply Dude, disturbed. I kept uh, I kept I kept messaging you like yeah. all night. I was just yeah. like what is happening right now? I know. Like, yeah, nuts. I I was I was I was actually quite angry at yeah. one point. I was just I was like, what is what is happening? Like yeah. I understand like Red Dead getting these awards. I get it, but like did you not see like the art direction in God of War? Did, I know. Did you not, yeah. did you I don't not know see people... like the narrative? It's Even insane. on like Twitter, I was re- I was like that was my way of kind of following the the game awards most of the time i was just looking at the hashtags to see what people thought yeah and so many people when it came to the art direction that's the one that that i kind of had a hard time with too because i think both games are gorgeous mm-hmm. right but reading some of the comments it was just like people were it was like everybody forgot that god of war is actually a gorgeous game like there's yeah. some great pieces in that game some things where you're just like oh my gosh and you're just walking around you can't believe how gorgeous it looks and kind of like the just the whole direction of it in general yeah i think it's just like the little bits it's the little things in god of war that kind of got me yeah yeah so there was that one um uh what scene is it it's like a little bit where you're roaming with atreus and you're going up through that like you're going across like a snowy bridge towards that mountain. That mountain oh, with yeah. the mouth, um, with yeah, the guy, with yeah, the face. Yeah, oh exactly. Yeah. You remember when the insane. smoke is coming out of it? Oh my god! Honestly, there was another point where you have to like, um, you know how you have to open up the the doorways by like solving that riddle. Yeah, it was one with like the sand, and it was like these yeah. giant, like these. I don't remember what they looked like. They were like two women, I think. Two or three. It was like a whole bunch of statues, and they like opened up, and it was. So cool when you open up and you're like walking through, you're like, this is yeah. insane. I think or the biggest like yeah, no, carry on. The the biggest moment for me, like art wise in that game initially was uh when you first get to the the fairy world. I forgot the name of it, but the first yeah, moment that that door elves, opens right? with the elves, yeah. That whole elves, city oh, bro, wow. that whole city that deserves door an opened award. And my jaw dropped. I was like, What am I looking bro, at? This is incredible. Like, I like think that cut, entire like, like um that entire arc like in that specific world that mm-hmm. all deserved an award dude that yeah, whole yeah. place was beautiful and scary at the same time you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah like the like the color like of eerie. the sky like how it reflected in like the sea when you're in the boat mm-hmm. and like oh my god yeah is that was that was insane that was a jaw-dropping moment for me as well um when yeah. you go to that when you go to that Gorgeous. world for the first time oh yeah absolutely uh, were there any categories that you guys were surprised with by the winner? Uh, I will say there was one that I was thinking of. I don't think so. Um, Dead Cells best action game. I don't know if I'm surprised by that. I don't know. I think it's. A, I think that's a big move. I think it's surprising that they were they were up against Destiny Two, Black Ops Four. Far Cry Five and Mega Man Eleven. So that's some pretty heavy competition in an indie that game. Heavy competition. Is, I think that's huge. Yeah, it's massive coup for them. That's for sure. Absolutely. I think uh, for me, probably the biggest upset was um, Return of the Oberdeen. They got best art direction up against yeah, God that's of what War, was... Red Dead, yeah. Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. and uh, Octopath, which I thought was also a game that got snubbed uh, in the RPG category. But that's another thing. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to check that out. I've heard quite a bit of rumbling since the Game Awards about that uh, Return of the Oberdeen. Uh, looks like it right now. It's only available on Steam, um, and it's the creators of Papers, Please, 
if you guys have played that uh, game. Yeah, I've heard of it. No, yeah, I didn't, I didn't that's jump a, in. That's a fantastic game. Um, it's on uh, PC and it's on... I believe it's on... Uh, it's definitely on iOS. You can play it on uh, mobile, on iPad. But I don't know if it's on Switch or anything else because it's heavily reliant on uh, touch controls. For the most part, they integrated touch controls or like having an actual mouse on the PC side. It'd be okay. kind of difficult to do it on a controller. So I don't think it's on consoles, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah. uh, regardless, this yeah. game looks fantastic. It's got kind of a, a newspaper print look to it. So it's black and white with some really interesting textures. Nice. I yeah, I was kind of like biased that. when they uh, announced that one. Just because mm. I haven't played the game. And I was sure, like, kind yeah. of like, I was kind of like poking shots. And I was like, it's just a filter. But yeah. I was just being mean, honestly. Yeah. I, have, I have no idea about the game. It could, <laughs> I, it could I watched be absolutely a, amazing. I watched a trailer of it, and it, it looks fantastic. Um, I, I definitely would be willing to check that out. Um, and if it's anything like Papers, Please, that's that was such a such an underrated game that I feel like didn't get enough credit. Uh, really, really fun game. But um, this is the the guy's second game, so I, I imagine it's probably going to be good as well. Um, the other one that I was a little surprised at was Monster Hunter. They were in the category for uh, Game of the Year, of course. And then they were also in there for Best Role-Playing Game, which is a bit of a stretch for, for me um, I agree. putting them in that category. But I think that this was just kind of a, hey, we want to make sure that Monster Hunter gets some representation because it was such a good game. Um, I didn't I mean, play I feel that. like Octopath could have yeah. been. I, I, I would have liked to see Octopath. Uh, the rest of that category was like Nino Kuni 2 was in there. A um, couple other, geez, I'm forgetting now, a couple uh, other RPGs. Was, uh, was not AC Odyssey an RPG? No, they, it, I mean, not, they didn't, got like, they didn't the, put uh, it in role playing game, even though it's got those RPG elements. Yeah. These, um, it, it was more uh, traditional RPG category, it looked yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like, sure. more, I think jrpg I looking think, i also think the deal with kind of like monster hunter world is because it came out so early in the year yeah like like what was it like a january or february release i said it's been out for a while now yeah, yeah it came it's, out it's january out. i think it was exactly so yeah. obviously it probably was never gonna win game of the year yeah so which is a bummer that it's it's a bummer to have your game come out so early in the year but i mean celeste was also a february release if i'm not mistaken and they ended up getting it so so this um, is another question I was going to ask now. Basically, because with the Game Awards happening in December, are we going to get more of a kind of like an Oscar thing now where game developers are going to try and get their games released closer towards that time? I, so I mean, they get, traditionally... So they get recognized yeah. before award season, so to speak. I, I would imagine, but traditionally, Probably. even before the Game Awards, everyone always tries to hit the holiday releases because that's the biggest shopping time of the year. So, yeah. um, but, you know, we've seen in the past few years uh, more developers releasing in the, the February, March time frame. Um, yeah. A lot of games successful have found success games. there. Successful yeah. Games. yeah. Really big, really like big. Like Horizon. Horizon was a March release, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And uh, God of War was April. So it's still fairly yeah. early it's good, on in the it's year. It's good strategy wise, too. Sometimes, if you don't, yeah. if there's not as many competitors, it might be a little bit easier for people to see you. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't really mm -hmm. expect developers uh, truly are going to try and push everything towards the end of the year. It's just going to be too crowded and things will get lost amongst yeah. other games there. Um, I don't I don't think it's going to sway them too much. There may be smaller games that want to kind of um, get on the map and maybe they want to be part of the conversation around the game awards. So they may try and push towards 
a later date. But, you know, with with game development, just like any other uh, big budget type situation, uh, I'm sure there's so many things at play that they can't they you know, we see release dates get pushed so many times for things. I don't think they can realistically say, hey, we want to get it out this time so we can be, you know, right on the plate for the game awards. I think they'll they'll get it out when they can get it out. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. What about um what was your guys favorite game that was revealed during the show? Oh. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat yes. 11. Okay. No, no, <laughs> Thank no you, Matt. No, Thank you, Matt. That's exactly where you. I was gonna go. That's exactly Dude, where I was gonna the go. Way, the way they released it, everything. They didn't the even show so gameplay perfect. and I'm more hyped oh. about that game than, than I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about Mortal Kombat, but they never it's the only game I can think of where they can just show me an over the top kind of CGI. Just a CGI fight and you're gonna like be CGI stupid pumped. So hype. So hype. <laughs> like it doesn't matter they, um the it's just did, the fight, you know? Like everything about it was dude, so good. Dude. They did the same thing with Mortal Kombat ten, right? Yeah, yeah, so, with, with so they, 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 they had the exact same formula and it still works. <laughs> I was like I was like, hell yeah, if the game looks 50% as good as this. I'm still buying it. Oh, like, I'm sure it's going to look good. It's gonna those guys great. those guys did such a good job with um what's his name? What's Ed Boon has been in, just injustice and stuff. Yeah. genre. He's been Oh yeah, dude. He's, yeah, he's knocking him out of the park. Did you oh dude, I saw a really funny video on YouTube. There was a a guy who was in the crowd recording it and um he they showed the trailer like on the screen and you can just see Ed Boon just stood there. You see his silhouette like stood in front of the in front of the screen like he's like admiring his bit of work like he's the most <laughs> i love it like, he, he looked like the most proud guy ever and um i i honestly think mortal kombat 11 is going to be intense i can't wait and, for it and it's coming to switch which was a, a pretty big move i think that for, is a huge move i bro. was uh you know not huge not move. expecting that at all um nintendo's really been making some interesting moves having a uh, doom on there and wolfenstein 2 which is uh, very heavily centered around Nazi culture uh, and killing Nazis and stuff. Uh, so it, it's good to see that Nintendo is moving away from the family-friendly look and uh, making sure that they feature um, big AAA games and really gory AAA games. Like, I uh, just hope. I just hope that uh, Mortal Kombat 11 is just going to turn the gore all the way up to 11. I want. Yeah. Oh yeah. If that, if that uh, nasty. If that movie was anything, or if that preview was anything to show for it like yeah oh that yeah. was much gorier than than the mortal kombat 10 video and that one was Dude. gory but it, it was it was gory in a different sense because it showed like the like the effects you know when like they did the bone crushing like it showed the x-ray and stuff where that's yeah. cool but you i don't know i feel like when when you watch this latest one you know watching raiden like blow up scorpion's head or or throwing the sword in him like because it looks so realistic. They didn't have like an x-ray or anything. You just saw this fool's head get just obliterated and blood splatter everywhere. Seeing that just seems so much more like, oh my lord, that is gory. And it, is it just reminded me of like super old school, like Super Nintendo Mortal yeah. Kombat. Yeah. Like, uh, like Mortal Kombat, like one, two, three kind of thing. Yes, dude. Just when ripping it was just his spine out. Yeah, blood all over the screen. And it's just like, that's what it's all about fatality exactly that was the first fighting game that i i never really played fighting games growing up but mortal kombat i had on the genesis i had a few I feel like everybody's tried and, at least mortal kombat once bruh those games For are the so good part. once <laughs> i figured bruh. out that there is like the whole like 
brutality and like babality and like all yeah, these yeah, secret yeah. ones that you could do. It was so I was like, oh my gosh, this is a whole different game. I was playing it wrong the whole time. Yeah, there's so many things you could do in, in all of them for years. There's always been oh, yeah. like all do you guys remember just, that uh like RPG one that had like an overworld? Yes. What was mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Um oh my god. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, to be honest. What is your favorite Mortal Kombat game? I like uh was it three ultimate? I had to look or up the, four ultimate the names because I was there, there the was one of... there was one that was on the PS2, I think. And yeah, it began, I think... and it began with and it began with a D. Mortal Kombat D, something Oh, Deception? deception bro <laughs> and there and there was like a the career mode where it was like classic mortal combat where you start yeah. at like the bottom of the ladder and yes. you work your way up and then yeah you this fight, was the like, one dude this is the one where you like walk around and shit yes oh, oh. Game. it was called conquest mode Conquest. Yes, bro, with a K. <laughs> oh, stop it. Okay, the that game up. that game was very, very cool. And I remember we had like a, a group of, of my friends over and we were all just like passing the controller around, playing those different uh, like fight sequences in the Conquest mode, collecting shit. Uh, it was a good time, man. I think the one that I played the most, so I'll probably, I would probably say it's my favorite, is Armageddon. I did play Deception yeah. a lot. But I Deception think Armageddon was, really good, was but Armageddon probably, was very good. Yeah. I think that was probably my most played Mortal Kombat. And I also played the living crap out of Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe because that's like a dream to me. Uh, so I played that sure. a lot too. I mean, that one wasn't I, as good as Armageddon, but that one was just fun just to like rip Batman in half. Yeah. <laughs> I was a big fan yeah. of uh, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. That's the one. Yeah. Played that on Sega yep. Genesis. That was uh, yes, sir. That was the first one I owned, I think. I think the first one I ever played was Mortal Kombat 2 on the yeah, Super Nintendo. Yeah, it was 2 or 3. It was nice. the first one I played. Um, and, like, I was only, like, 5 or 6 years old. But, like... Sweet. I, <laughs> I, I, I remember, like, when you're playing, like, Goro at the end. Yeah. And, like, he's got, like, 6 arms or whatever it is. And he's, like, got you by, like, the ankles and the head. And he just rips you in half, throws you off the bridge. You land on, like, all the spikes at the bottom of the pit. And it's just like the most gross thing ever. But there was an arcade yeah. Mortal Kombat where you like only play Sub Zero. Like he had his own story. Oh yeah, it was, was it just Mortal Kombat Sub Zero? I don't. Was, was it just called that? Hmm. There was um. They made um, like they made like a short movie not long ago. Like was it like three four years ago? Like super dark as well. On Sub Zero. Uh, no, just Mortal Kombat in general. Mm. So that because obviously you know the old films that came out in the nineties were like cheesy yeah. as hell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They're fun to I, watch. I think I watched all of them. I think there was like yeah, there was a few. Too, if I remember, but I, I guarantee if you go back and watch them today, oh, that'd be that's a drinking game right there. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a good drinking game, bro. That'd be great. Oh, but, uh, yeah, I, I wish they would remake it, but make it like almost like Deadpool. Oh, that'd be so sick. It'd be but, smarter like, to combat. do it that way. Like to know that it's not taking itself seriously. Who would you exactly. like to see as some of the fighters if there was? So, a... I've had this conversation with so many people. Like who? <laughs> like who would play who? I don't. Yeah. I have no idea, dude. Like it, it. It's all up in the air, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Um, I feel like you can't have somebody too big, because then yeah. you don't want it to be like Will Smith playing Will Smith. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you, yeah. You want to, but at <laughs> yeah. the same time, you might want to see some good names that you. you yeah. Know, maybe deserve yeah. to be in there yeah 
Hmm. I think they're going to have to get someone kind of very American and generic to play Johnny Cage. Although yeah, Johnny yeah. Cage isn't That'd American, is he? Isn't he, is he? Is he is he American or is he Canadian? I don't know. I thought, I thought he was American, but maybe I'm wrong. I initially thought he was American, but I, yeah, he he's might. just a white guy. Yeah. So was, he's just he's just a generic just a white, white dude. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it so says he's from Venice, have... Venice, California. So there we go. Oh yeah, totally. West Coast boy. Amazing. <laughs> so they'll probably get someone like I don't know, some macho white American dude to play him. John Cena. I was just about to say John <laughs> Cena. He's an actor now, dude. He could do Bro, it. Bro, we can. <laughs> and he has hair dope, now. Actually. Oh, my God. It actually John. all works. Oh, my John gosh. Cena. This John could Cena actually become Johnny a Cage. thing. Dude, this could become a thing. Dude, could I'm you imagine you. The Rock is Goro? <laughs> <laughs> well, bro, he was in Scorpion King, and that was a piece of shit. Yeah, so I'm I sure. Know. I'm sure. He could. Oh, that makes me think of so many hilarious. Things. That's so funny. The the Rock and John Cena fighting once more. I'm down. Except the Rock has like th- six arms. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm all the way. I'm all the way down for this movie. Oh God. Well, damn. So I hope good. they do that. I'd be. I'd be fully in on that. I would be. Um, all right. So for me, getting back to the discussion, uh, I really was blown away by the uh, Obsidian's new game, The Outer Worlds. Yes, so which I somehow I, missed. Yeah, so yes, it looks so. like a, a mashup between Fallout and Borderlands, which is uh, two really, really hype genres uh, and fun games, so it looks good. Um, the dialogue was very funny. The, the trailer was very well put together. Uh, I mean, I never played Fallout New Vegas, so that's like their pinnacle game for the 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 franchise um, and what they did to help out with the, the Fallout series after Bethesda took it over um so i'm hyped it looks good man i I like space i like the whole like fallout vibe that they're given um looks good man new ip always fun now obsidian they got acquired by microsoft recently is that right yes yeah as far as as far as i'm aware yeah it was one of those big developers that they announced at e3 last year right oh this year sorry Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was earlier this year um Actually, I think they announced it at the XO event like uh, last month. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty yeah. recent. But yeah. I'm just I'm curious. They didn't mention anything for this game, but this this one be, be an exclusive? Xbox exclusive. I don't think so. This this game's so. already too I far like along they in development. Said it. I feel yeah. like they would have said it in the in the reveal because you know everybody loves. Yeah, I mean, if if this does become an Xbox exclusive, this could be it'll one give me of their reason big, to play my Xbox. Yeah, this could be one of their big. Uh, moves to get back into the the fourfold of like the single single player uh first party game conversation but i don't know we'll see um what about some surprises from the show that you guys weren't expecting to see i think uh i think just seeing um i think seeing like the the, the big three guys on stage was pretty cool that yeah. was honestly that was a very cool. crazy moment to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, as I don't think that's ever happened. If I'm did honest. you guys, did you guys think that they're about to do like a a crossplay announcement? I was joking like, around I was, about I it. I was literally thinking the same thing because they were they were talking kind of like about Fortnite yeah, yeah, and they were, they were like just oh you know we want to be like unified in the gaming industry and 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 everyone together, everyone play together. Uh, and I was like, man, is this it? Are they about to say crossplay is like go going forward? Everything's crossplay. And then they didn't. I was a little upset, but it was uh, it was yeah. still really cool to see all of them together. Dude, how awkward is Sean Layton? 
bro i could not stop staring at his face because he looked so pissed off to be there no i wanted to yeah i would just love to hear like what all saying like as they walk out (laughs) he (laughs) like he looks like grumpy cat yeah like you could just see like he was stood there like i just (laughs) i don't want to be sharing the stage with these guys at all no he you could tell he's like i already won this generation i don't know what i'm doing next to these i already won this generation (laughs) (laughs) i also i also just want to see reggie fight everybody so so real quick if there was one if you could just chill have lunch with an for an hour with one of them reggie Reggie, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. He easily seems like the most energetic one. I would have lunch with Reggie and I'd have a drink with Phil Spencer. I agree. I think that's a. I would have nothing to do with Sean, even though I played PlayStation. I probably wouldn't. Sean can be be my driver for the night. That's all. That's about it. Yeah, sure. Sean can be my Uber. My Uber. Oh my God. I'll give him a three star. I won't even give him five. I know, I know I know we're giving Sean Layden a lot but like he's given PlayStation a lot the last few yeah. years. He, he no, yeah, he guys. he's he's a great guy. I'm just saying yeah. in terms of social like just like hanging out, you know, the the feeling Reggie both seem like would be really cool to chill with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those guys are are buddies too in real life. Uh Phil and Reggie, I guess. So that's why they have such good chemistry on stage. I think they just sense. need to invite Sean out for a few more events and get him get him a little more uh accustomed to uh social environments a little bit less a little <laughs> bit less a little bit less socially awkward yeah um oh, so, so the oh, biggest the biggest thing for me that uh i was not expecting was the joker uh from persona 5 announcement as the first dlc for smash bros That's yeah. that, that shit was, was cool. crazy i thought the they were about to do a persona cool. 5 announcement on switch uh which i still feel like has got to be coming around the corner uh yeah, but that 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 was a big announcement and what that tells me is the the DLC this time around is going to be just as crazy as it was for Smash 4 where they had Cloud and uh, Ryu and Bayonetta and uh, all these epic characters coming in. If they're starting off with Joker from Persona 5, uh, I can only imagine what the next four are going to be. So who would you, Adler, who would you like to see? <clears throat> you know, at this point, uh, like since 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 you know it could be out there, you know what I mean. If you yeah, could see anybody, I, I still really want Banjo Kazooie in there. That would be like that. That he, that would be that, amazing. Yeah, that to me just like reminds me of like my childhood uh, N sixty four days. So I know that that would be kind of a hard thing to swing with Microsoft owning the rights, but they'll make it happen, dude. I mean, everybody wants Crash, of course. That would be uh, a good one to have in there um but, but but what would he do like what would crash do honestly in this that's game? the only thing that's the only like, reason why i wouldn't be as big about crash is i feel like Sp- I, sweet i feel moves. like he could do yeah. the spin like little spin tornado uh he could probably have a move where he like pulls out a, a nitro box and like kicks it at the enemy or something yeah uh, yeah they could, they could get creative with it they could get creative i wish <laughs> they would have put uh um shovel knight is an actual character yeah. that would be nice if they that would have been really that'd be very cool mm-hmm. that'd be very it's not cool. gonna happen now considering it's like an assist yeah. person but, well who yeah. knows we'll see but yeah I'm, I'm excited for the remaining dlc characters for the fighters pass uh i already picked it up just because i i know i'm gonna be playing smash for quite some time uh but this this first announcement was hype so i'm excited um what other announcements from the show are you guys excited for um, crash team racing yes 
That's a good one, man. You uh, dude, you you played that a lot growing I was, up. You uh, said. I was um, I was on, I was borderline in tears when that thing was getting announced. It was amazing. <laughs> like I, I'm a huge fan of Crash Bandicoot, and I did love the first three games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I've always I've always really enjoyed racing games as well. So I played I played Crash Team Racing a lot growing up, mm-hmm. and um, I'm pretty sure I hundred percented it for sure. So to see that it's getting a full kind of like makeover for for this gen is a dream for mm-hmm. sure. I, I can't I can't wait to play it. And it's it's not even um it's not Vicarious Visions, is it? Doing the remake? I don't believe so. It's it's a, uh, it's, a it's, it's oh, completely I, it's a completely different yeah, studio. It is complete. Yeah, completely different studio handling it. Yeah. Ooh. I feel like they have a short yeah. a short name if I recall. I don't remember exactly what it is. Yeah, it begins with a B. I saw it. Uh, Nox or Blenox or something oh, that like that. Sounds familiar. B Bmox or Bnox. So, I can't remember, but Bnox. It I, does sound familiar. But uh, yeah, I had I did a bit of research on them, and and they haven't. They they're basically known for handling remasters. Nice. Um, I so mean, there I, we go. It's they're you know I think I think it's in good hands. Judging by the trailer, it looked great. So yeah, I have faith. Did that game have a? Uh, it had an adventure mode, right? It, it was basically like it, it, it was kind of, yeah. yeah. It was it was an adventure mode. It was like open world, like driving, you could, like, like drive around. You could like drive around to like different portals and things like that. It was it was amazing. Like for the, for the time, the game was well ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I I so, I remember um, I owned yeah. it. I don't remember too much though about the adventure itself. I I and I don't remember playing that one with a bunch of friends like I did Mario Kart. Yeah. And uh, fun fact: that game had the heaviest and biggest instruction booklet I've ever seen in a game's case. <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> like seriously, that's you, so funny. You pick that thing off the shelf and like you'd fall over like it was jesus it was insane like yeah i, I don't even i and it's not even a big thing in games today is no. it? Like, no, you don't even, they don't even give you, you don't the even little insert anymore yeah it's just not a, thing. No. It's not a thing i miss that man i miss those those uh you had some cool artwork that were in a lot of those right yeah. growing and up. then you can and then they basically retell you the same thing in like 38 different languages yeah and it's just mm-hmm. like that's how on, i learned guys. that's like, how I'm i learned german no i'm just kidding exactly but you don't really want <laughs> well, to could you imagine? <laughs> but, but you don't want to know how to play crash team racing in estonian do you know what i mean yeah so whatever that's so great Damn. whatever that's why kids these days are illiterate we don't have those little pamphlets to exactly blame video games yeah uh, i'm 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 not reading much i'll be honest yeah. so i haven't read a book my english time. my english is okay at the best <laughs> of times so we'll, we'll 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 leave it at that i don't read anything that would advance my vocabulary yeah. i just read the comics that's yeah. not really helpful in this case yeah i'm a i'm a picture learner that's for sure same if memes if memes count as reading then consider me a damn uh enthusiast maxed out (laughs) dude if memes existed when i was at like if memes existed when i was at like secondary school i would have got i would have got everything done i would have got top grade (laughs) i love it it's only a matter of time before a college opens up a course on like meme history like that's they're actually actually gonna start using memes in like everyday curriculum Meme, meme culture, culture. Meme culture. I'm, I'm all in. Meme culture I'll be the first yeah. professor. I don't care. 
Yeah. Get me in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So other announcements. Uh, Adrian, what what are you excited for? Uh, well, honestly, if I'm being honest, the like that really kind of threw me uh, into a whirlwind of excitement. Which one? Just because I really like Mortal, oh, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Yeah. Yeah, that has to be honestly my like the thing that I took away. Yeah. From it, I uh, I, I like the the world premiere for Far Cry New Dawn. That looks good. Um, I I. I'm a little like iffy on that. I like I, I want I just don't know what yeah. to expect. Well you you played through and finished Far Cry five and you enjoyed it, right? I did all the DLCs. Yeah. What was everything. your takeaway from that mm-hmm. game? I really like it, it's it was one of the funnest games I've had like to play yeah. in a while. So what what like just sure yeah, chaos. What what is not doing it for you with Far Cry New Dawn? Because it's just like a, a I'm excited sequel. to see I, yeah, I'm excited to see what in the world like happens in the story because the ending was absolutely like what? Yeah. You know, the ending the ending was completely just like a slap right. in the face. Not in a bad way. Like uh, some people took it bad. I didn't take it bad. I thought it was pretty good, yeah. interesting. Uh I just don't want it to be like um it doesn't look like it, but I don't want it to be just like a reskin, like a rehash. Yeah. I think I think it might be. I think it might be. Well, it looks like, like uh, that's what I'm worried like about. How, that's a remember how worried. Far Cry Primal just used yeah. kind of a reskin of Far Cry 4's map with some new elements. Yeah. The cool similar. thing with with Primal though is Primal felt like a different yeah. game because right. of the fact that it was a completely different time right. period. You're not using anything near like what you were with the last with far cry yeah and far cry that's why primal, i liked Pr- far cry primal was pretty as hell it was gorgeous that was a very love that was a very it. good game like i i play, yeah. I, I like i like i said i haven't played it but i watched like a full run through like on youtube yeah and it was it looks so good it's a gorgeous game there's moments where you're just sitting out in the and like the grass is like moving and you're just like this is crazy how does this look so nice you know you'd be climbing a mountain you're like wow this looks so beautiful you just look down at the at the whole like river and everything going down so i just hope that new dawn won't be kind of the same yeah. old thing maybe more colorful it looks abstract, way more col- colorful it's got a lot of pink in it like rage 2 i just can't i was gonna make this point that i feel like the people who made Rage Two and the people that made Far Cry New Dawn have literally been having like drinks every night <laughs> all week, like discussing, right. like discussing. Oh, how's your game doing? Oh, what are you putting in your game? And then it's literally turning out to be the same thing. Yeah. What What's so, funny is yeah. uh, all all over Twitter when this got revealed, people said uh, uh, Far Cry seventy six. Far Cry is uh, is going to be the best <laughs> Fallout game next year or this year or whatever. So it's, it's really sad that uh, I am hoping it's going to be I, good. I, I hope so. I just yeah. Don't I, I, I mean, I'm going to play it obviously. Yeah, and I it's coming out in February, which is crazy. That's like two months away. <laughs> That's why I felt like it might be like a rehash because yeah. it was just I like mean, how, okay, yeah. Let's just take the engine and let's just rework some stuff. But you they never did know. that though it with I mean every game so far. Far Cry three had Blood Dragon, which was kind of like a, a right. small spin off yep. type thing, which was a neat experience. I thought it was cool. The music was cool. The art was very cool. Uh and then of course Primal was kind of a reskin of four just in terms of the map. But yeah, mm. I mean I'm hopeful. I think Primal might be my favorite. That's um, the only one I haven't played out of the like since three. Besides yeah, three. Since, yeah, Besides three's three. fantastic. Um I think Primal probably is the one that gave me the biggest like, wow, this was this yeah. was great. Do you think those two twins that are in the trailer for New Dawn? Do you think they're the 
the protagonist or the antagonist? I think they're protagonists. You think so? Okay. Yeah, I couldn't tell. I, I think I, I, I'm kind of hoping as well they're like switchable characters as well. That'd be really I, cool. I, Yeah, that'd be kind of be, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. That would be very cool. It'd be cool if you could hear him talk, man. Because the, 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 in Far Cry 5, like, I kind of miss the fact that the guy you were like didn't really, he didn't have a presence. He was just like he's some so rando. generic. Yeah. Because literally, well, he's literally, he's literally like a uh, random, like an average right. Joe. I, I feel like, I feel like Far Cry's thing though is they've always very much focused on the antagonist. Yeah. Um, true. Which is weird. And they true. kind of, they, yeah, which is very strange for a game because they completely void the protagonist. Right. Which so, works in some work. areas. Like, it does work. Like in three, obviously, it worked at yeah. its finest. Pagan Min yeah. was, was a cool character, but I just didn't think they utilized him anywhere. As much as he they wasn't as have. intimidating yep. um, as boss for sure. The guys in Far Cry, yeah, the guys in Far Cry Primal. Uh, one of them I really enjoyed the uh, the guy. He was really kind of interesting because you you just hate the guy until the very end. Like this kind of subtle thing happens when you when you defeat him, and it's like wow, that's, that's kind of nice. Um, and in Far Cry Five, I forgot his name. Joseph is it Joseph? Joseph Seed. Joseph Seed. Yeah. Seed, yeah, there we go. Joseph Seed, he was really he was, interesting. Yeah, he to was me. an interesting guy. I, I feel like having them split up when I was the family kind of took away a bit from mm -hmm. him, just because you didn't you didn't get to interact with him as much because you had all these. People. Well, so in terms of the world building, I really liked Faith, which yeah. is the girl. When it came to fighting her, it was no big deal. It was actually yeah. really easy. But when it came to it, like when you found out like her backstory, that was actually really interesting. Uh, the other guys I didn't care too yeah. much for, but I thought Joseph was really interesting. I don't really know if I like, I'm still kind of like mixed. Cause I feel like there's some great things that they yeah. did with him. I think it's just of, exciting to see what might happen after. I think like the, the I think like the general consensus is that he might be a little bit better than pagan men. Yeah, I agree. But maybe I think he, but, I think he's not, as I think he's a little bit better, but not as good as Vass. Mm-hmm. No, he's not no. as good as Vast. I think he still takes the cake. Yeah, he's sure. so yeah, crazy, definitely. dude. He was like, he was the yeah. first like video game antagonist that I felt like, like yeah, where I was like, holy shit, like this guy's insane. He's crazy. Oh man. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's bring it to a close. We had some good conversations. I want to thank you guys both for joining me and chatting today about what we're excited about in the world of video games. Uh, Matt, where can folks find you mm -hmm. online? Uh, yeah, so really simple. Um, Instagram and Twitter at Matt Jeffrey, J E F F R A Y. Wonderful. Adrian, what about you? Um, Instagram and Twitter, I have uh, two sterling, like silver. Um, I also have music out under Adrian, but the A's or V's. And I have a YouTube under Sanctify 2. Sounds it. good. Guys, thank you again. And if you have any questions for the show, email me at the email address, hello at inyourelementpodcast.com. I will answer your questions on the next episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast service you use to listen to In Your Element. Also take a moment to drop a five-star review on iTunes or in the Apple Podcasts app as it helps with discoverability for the show. And lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, visit patreon.com slash inyourelement and support at the $1 level or above. To receive all future episodes early, gain exclusive access to the Inner Element Discord server to hang out and chat with myself and other elementalists, be eligible for giveaways, attend patron hangouts, and more. Until next time, see you later, elementalists. Mm -hmm.